You're listening to SBS News. They play an important role in the culture and diet of Indigenous people in Western Australia and the Northern Territory. They're known as honeypot ants for their swollen abdomens that are filled with a sweet, edible honey. For Danny Ulrich from the Indigenous community of Dupan, they've always been part of his life. For as long as he can remember, his community has regularly gone to the bush hunting and gathering food, and it's traditionally women in the community who search for the honey ants. You know, we would go out in the morning, the ladies would pick a spot to dig and uh, then the men would all get in there, you know, go out and hunt for kangaroos and goannas and goats and turkeys and whatever else is out there. And by the time we'd come back, um, you know, we'd come back in and more often than not, um, we'd be looking for the ladies and all we'd see is just the top of their heads because they've dug down that deep. <laughs> so, um, and you know, it's... The honey ants were always a, a, a nice treat, so you weren't you weren't digging that much that you were going to have a big meal from them, and you and you wouldn't want to eat that many of them either because they're terribly sweet. Mr. Ulrich and members of his family run Goldfields Honey Ant Tours in Kalgoorlie in Western Australia. The Honeypot Ant Tour allows people to see just how the ants are dug out and also gives people a taste. Cultural tradition, though, means it's only women who search for the ants, so Mr. Ulrich says it's his mum and aunt who conduct that part of the tour. I do go out on the day. I also do the food and stuff for the tour, but the ones that do the heavy lifting and the digging... It will be my mother, Edie, and Auntie Marjorie. Um, and, yeah, those without those ladies, it would be <laughs> not getting done at all, really. Mr Ulrich and the company has also assisted researchers at Sydney University further look into the medicinal qualities of the ants. The connection started after Andrew Dong from the School of Life and Environmental Science at the university made contact with the company. They then helped supply Sydney University with some of the honeypot ants for research. It's not an easy task as the ants are generally hard to get. The research published in the journal Peer J was led by Andrew Dong and Dr Kenya Fernandez from the university. Dr Fernandez says the study is the first time that ant honey has been investigated for its medicinal properties. She explains how they differ from many other ants found in Australia. Yeah, so the main difference is the fact that these ants have this specific class called repletes. So the way it works is that the worker ants will sort of designate one ant to be this replete and they will feed it with nectar and that ant will collect all of the nectar and its body will slowly swell up and engorge until it's swelled to about the size of a small grape. And that these ants that are then called repletes, um, they hang from the ceiling of the colony and in times when there's food scarcity and the workers need to distribute the honey, the ant will then regurgitate and feed all the workers in the colony. For thousands of years, honeypot ants have been used by Indigenous people to treat colds and sore throats and other ailments. And the researchers have confirmed that the ant's honey is also effective in treating the bacterium commonly known as golden staph, which usually starts on the skin and nose, but also causes infections, including boils and abscesses. 
The most interesting thing we found is that the ant honey is very active and it's also quite specifically active, which means it's really good against some pathogens and not so good against other pathogens. And that's really interesting to us. And the ones that it has the strongest activity against seems to align in some way with the kind of pathogens that the ant would encounter in its environment. So, for example, we found that the honey was really good against cryptococcus, which is a pathogen that would be found in trees. And it's something that the worker ants might encounter as they walk through the trees in search of uh, nectar and we also found that it was really good against aspergillus which is kind of a fungus that is present really everywhere in the environment but also specifically in the kind of desert dry arid soils that these ants live in so it really seems like the activity of the honey is in some way shaped by perhaps what the ants encounter in the environment and what they need protection against. The research also confirmed that ant honey worked differently to manuka honey which is also used as a topical treatment for skin infections and wounds. The honeypot ant possesses a distinctive effect that sets it apart from other types of honey. This means that the ant honey could contain compounds with significant antimicrobial properties. As for the next step, Professor D. Carter, also from the School of Life and Environmental Science, says that remains to be seen. Well, we don't know what the magic ingredient is yet, so we haven't been able to progress that that area of research yet um so no we don't know if we can but if um we would hope that if uh, we were able to to determine exactly what it is that it might be something that we could make or uh, really our colleagues in chemistry um could make um but at the moment we have no idea what it is so we don't know how how easy or hard that would be peggy jacomelos sbs news